Welcome back to the Elemental Health Podcast. I am your host, Nick, and this is one of the seven-part series that I put together all around nutrition. And if you want to take part in the live challenge and get all the notes, all the information and the accountability and ask me questions, then go to fitleandad.com and sign up for the live challenge. Cool, let's get into it. Welcome back to the 3NP Challenge. I am Nick, your coach for the week, and hopefully we can start to build that relationship and you are understanding the way that I've packaged the information really and my approach to doing this. Like I said at the start, the advanced tactics is doing the fundamentals really, really well. And anyone that is getting results out there understands that principle and is working towards that principle. Nothing is frilly, sexy, or based on superstition or, or nutritional nonsense that you hear out there in the internet space. I'm going to start with a very short recap and we're going to get straight into it. We've got these five steps for dropping fat fast, again, all based around nutrition, all based around starting to understand what's going on in our lives, taking audit, taking stock, and then implementing some very, very simple uh, strategies to actually sort things out as quickly as possible. Um, step one, BBF, master the boring. That's the reality of implementing a good system is you need to be comfortable that you can do it on repeat on repeat on repeat hence why i use the word boring because i don't want to use i don't want you to think of that word as a negative thing i think that's a massive win if you're doing the repetitive boring work chances are you're making very 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 good results cool bbf okay boring boring fun you've got those strategic meals during the day you're really focused on the good ones and then you're also uh, letting your head down and, and having the psychological benefits of allowing yourself to eat the things that you want to eat at the same time as getting results that's the approach that i think works and is sustainable number two sss the all about focusing on getting what happens between those meals right because i think that's where I've always fallen down, especially when you get a bit stressed or a bit tired because kids are keeping you up or work stressing you out or just life in general is kind of waiting, waiting you down. So understanding and having a plan for that and having an approach to that as well that just puts a bit of space and a bit of a gap between you and the sugary, fatty stuff that is just going to push your energy intake massively up and have you not get any results. Then we come on to the more advanced stuff, I use that in quotes, which is tracking and testing, creating a tight feedback loop so we understand what's going on on an analytical basis. So we're trying to be, use the word objective, we're trying to understand what's going on and putting a measure in place so we're actually seeing what's happening and able to measure it and then able to make a refinement and a change to that approach. <clears throat> and that's obviously energy balance and, and when to track. Number four, I call that one move your ass or ass. Um, and this is about thinking about that, that energy equation. So <clears throat> how can we, obviously the, the, the first part of the challenge you'll focus about um, what you're intaking, what you're consuming in terms of total energy. All the food that we have is either, lot, has lots of energy packed into it, like I think Mars bar or, or Snickers bar, or it has it is big, food, bulky food that has little energy, but maybe lots of nutrients, think your greens, etc. You can eat piles of those and, and you know, your calorie count, your energy intake will be very low. I talked through about having an approach that, that's going to fill you up and not eating like a sparrow and really having an approach that's going to, you know, get those hunger sing signals pushed down a little bit. And for me, that's a massively important factor. But increasing how much you move your body, and there's some really interesting research around this, is, is 
how uh, people who are generally slimmer without necessarily doing lots and lots of exercise have a higher movement rate basically so they're a bit like i am at the moment talking to you trying to put some energy into the, into the video or the audio that you're listening to moving lots and therefore burning calories so how can you shift that in your equation and i talked about staying under this threshold where your brain thinks that you're doing loads of extra work and therefore asks you to put lots of extra calories and extra food inside it by tricking you into, into thinking you need lots of food by you know going for that long run coming home and have a massive meal or that hard hit workout and then having a massive breakfast those things are not necessarily going to support you on your fat loss journey okay so it's about the, the lower hanging fruit that we're, we're targeting and the lower impactful lower intensity work Number five is what we're going to talk about today, which is building the engine. Okay, so we've talked about the nutritional components, talked about moving a little bit more and how we can take that truthism, that thing that we hear out in the in the world and actually apply it to our life. And then the, the next kind of more advanced tactic is obviously thinking about how we can build this reservoir that absorbs energy and allows us to eat more effectively. Yeah. And obviously stay on the right side of that track. It's up. Step five. So building the furnace. If you have a look at these two pictures and if you're listening to the audio, we've got a massively sort of bodybuilder physique versus a very skinny bloke who is going to be burning more calories at rest. And this seems bloody obvious, but it's really worth thinking through and trying to embed in your brain. It took me a long time to kind of get over this, like, like a lot of these things, really. I, I was into fitness. I was working in the, as a professional in the fitness industry, but these truths hadn't really clicked and I don't know what's going to make it click for you hopefully this content but but yes so the more muscle you have the more energy you can take in and absorb more protein more fat more carbohydrates you can absorb uh, on a daily basis without actually doing anything because the muscle fibers require energy just to exist almost okay and that's the way I want you to think about it versus being super super skinny if you're super super skinny you can't eat very much okay because you don't have anywhere for that energy to go once you take it in okay so again as i'm saying it sounds very obvious but please think this through okay the goal isn't to be skinny and slim the goal is have to have a good amount of muscle mass okay i know you don't want to look like a bodybuilder necessarily however the principles really do apply and really need to hit home. As we age, the muscle mass, and I talked about it right at the start, our muscle mass is decreasing, which means by definition our fat mass is going up if our weight is staying the same. How do we combat that? Obviously, it's eating appropriately, which we've covered in detail, the step one, two, and three. But we also need to be thinking about how to increase this muscle mass okay, as we get older. For this focus, it's around being able to eat more because you've got more muscles. But as you get older, a really strong determinant of your longevity and your health is your muscle mass and having a good amount of muscle mass. So if you can start to click those gears forward now as part of this short term goal of the fat loss, um, it's really going to see you well for the long, long term and, and your own longevity and health moving through your, your older years. So 60s, 70s and 80s, a good amount of muscle mass. I really want to drill at home and add that into this nutritional challenge as well. So this kills two birds with one stone. OK, we've got the short term goal of the fat loss, which is hopefully what 
is perking your ears up, um, and we're, we're really building to a, to a stronger, happier future by uh, understanding that we need more muscle. Cool. That, and that is how you can burn more calories. Uh, and, and you know, I keep saying it's, it's an obvious truth, but it gets overlooked, okay? So I know you don't wanna look like a bodybuilder, I hear that a lot, maybe you question that, but you need to be thinking about how to increase your muscle mass. And think about what I said right at the start, if your, um, your muscle mass isn't going up and you're waiting staying the same over a decade, you're gonna be losing a considerable amount of that muscle mass, okay? So you need to be having some sort of resistance program Okay, some sort of resistance program to enhance your muscle mass as you age. Okay, there, there isn't a way around it. Um, a couple of years ago, my mum was unwell and my brother and I got her a uh, PT and she does resistance training. She does strength training to try and build muscle mass and she's 74 now. And I think older people are starting to come, start to wake up to this notion that actually lifting weights and building muscle is probably the most important thing you can be doing. If you're able to, obviously, because the the muscle, the, you know, having uh, increasing and having a, a good amount of muscle mass is, is so important. Now, I've drilled that out massively. What am I talking about? Is a good resistance program that's going to look different for everyone, okay? And I don't know what that will look like for you if you're at a level like a, a client I onboarded recently, have never done any fitness in their life, then that's going to look like 15 to 20 minutes of body weight workouts at home, three to four to five times a week. Hopefully that is encouraging if you're at that level or close to that level because you can do this with a low amount of effort. You really, really can. That's the beauty of resistance training, especially if you're a relative novice and you don't have a massive background in strength training, which I know lots of guys don't. We tend to play sports and then do some sort of aerobic activity and then, you know, then question where we are. So implementing a good strength program actually is not that tough. It's not that difficult. And if you want a bodyweight workout for free, then just drop me a message on, on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're connected with me, uh, or reply to the emails that you get in this, and I will set you up with a 30-day home bodyweight workout. It has very short workouts, and it's very achievable. Also, incorporate some mobility into that, but you have to reach out, you have to want that <laughs> for me to then pass it on. Again, I'm not just gonna push it down to you. <clears throat> um, yeah, that is all for today. I've gone on for longer than I, I wanted to, but hopefully I've really drilled this key message home, and it's gonna, gonna send you spinning if you don't have a resistance program in place. That would be a good outcome, I think, for me. <laughs> Focus on nutrition, guys. We still have got that one target. We still want that fat loss goal. Keep moving forward, implement the steps, and I will see you tomorrow.